Today we're going to talk about staying open to the flow of life and letting go of circumstances outside of our control. Welcome to Find the Magic, the podcast that will help you honor yourself, your children, and your partner. We are going to give you tips and strategies to create peace and authenticity within your family. This is Felicia Allen. I am a social media marketer, writer, and a mom to three boys, ages four, two, and one. And I'm Tara Lynn Griffin, an English professor turned stay-at-home mom to four kids, ages 10, eight, five, and two. We inhale a ridiculous amount of books and life tools and distill the information for you, our awesome listeners. Let's find the magic together. So I get to start with our face palm today, and I would just like to share this to make you all feel good about yourselves. Um, I had our first huge meltdown in a store for years. Oh. Like I can't, I, well, I can think of the last time we had it. Actually, I remember it very vividly, but it was probably five years ago in Home Goods with my daughters, and I didn't have sons at that point. So, I mean, that must have been at least five years ago, but... Just yesterday, we were at Harmon's grocery shopping, and I had my five-year-old with me, and my two-year-old with me, and my five-year-old, I've told you guys before that I have the thing of, you get to choose one thing while we're at the grocery store, Mm -hmm. a thing of your choosing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, sometimes that's a cookie, sometimes it's a, you know, whatever. Anyway, so as we're shopping, you know, he's doing... And it's so cute. He's he's really adjusted to it now. It's like his and for he's me it's a it it's a principled boundary and it's just cute to watch him. He'll find something and be like, oh, "Okay, you know, I'm going to put the lucky charms back and take this." And so it's cute to watch him decide as he goes. Anyway, and he and he, it's been a very good boundary for us. It hasn't caused any meltdowns. It's been very good. But <laughs> we got to the end of like where we're going to check out and they have all those treats there. Oh. And he's like, mommy, uh, what about just one of these two? And I'm like, you can totally have one of those. Just put back your, I think at this point he had decided on the lucky Charms. So I'm like, yeah, that's fine. We'll just trade it for the lucky Charms. That's fine. And, and you could, and he, this time he was having a hard time with it. He was like, but I really want it. And then he noticed that we were also getting to the point where we were about to pay. So right, we pressure. had, we had loaded on stuff, which he was also sad because mm. while he was deliberating, we had been loading on the stuff. So then he's like, ah, you didn't help me load it on the mm. little conveyor mm. belt. And then he saw that my two year old had stuck the card in the card reader. Oh. So then he was like, but I want to stick the card in. So it was just like the, the triple thing. Right. He, he didn't <laughs> get the tree because he had chosen this thing. He'd missed putting stuff on the oh. conveyor belt, which apparently is a huge deal. And, also, which I didn't realize was such a big deal, when you're in that state, not putting the card in the card reader is a really big deal too. So at yes. this point, now, they're both in the cart, <sighs> both trying to reach the card, both trying to pull it out while it's like being read. So I'm having to hold them. And it's it's one of those situations like, okay, you know, it's embarrassing. Well, I'm not really actually embarrassed by it, but the concept is yeah. embarrassing. So he's crying. My two-year-old's trying to hit him. <laughs> and I'm holding on to both of them. And I'm saying... Uh, I know that's frustrating and I know you want to pull the card out, but we have to wait for it to process, right? <laughs> so I'm literally just holding on to them and he's crying and my two-year-old's squirming and they keep trying to reach out and it was like, oh my heavens. So anyway, <laughs> it was his turn to take it out. So he took it out and I just like escaped with my life. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm sure someone's like, wow, looks like you've got your hands full. <laughs> They always say, <laughs> really? Yes, do observations. You look busy. <laughs> like, oh, thank you. 
anyway so we went out and uh, and it was totally fine we unpacked and he, he probably cried oh. as i unloaded into the car and then cried for maybe like a minute on the way home so the whole thing maybe lasted four minutes but it was it was a public oh. cry fest of where i actually had to use my arms to like hold him back and yeah actually had to put him in the car and push him out as he was crying and just wave at people like i'm in a parade like, yeah. hello hello it's We've got a lovely this. day yeah. here at Harmon's. <laughs> anyway so just making me feel better it's it's been a long time and i had kind of forgotten what that feels like so to what have did he choose? Out in public. i think the lucky charms oh good okay yeah. they went out <laughs> yeah so anyway <laughs> anyways so there's my face palm it happens to everybody and a lo- lot of times i feel like when you allow space for emotions and you set limits i actually feel like meltdowns decrease in general yeah again it's been a really long time since i've experienced that but totally they still happen and it just reminded me of how fun it is <laughs> okay well just to put a cherry on that i have a high five about going to the store <laughs> Oh, excellent. Excellent. <laughs> and oh, something I thought of though with that, you always have the choice when they're freaking out. I could have just said, yeah, fine, have the tree. Okay, fine. Take right. out the card and put it back in, whatever. Right. But all those things aren't, weren't going to, they could have stopped him from crying, Yeah. but they're not going to help me not have, they're going to just increase the chance of meltdowns later. So totally. you know what I mean? I, I actually think it's important for me to hold that boundary totally. and just let it happen. Anyway, I think so. especially if you, like we've talked about before, choose it first it's like right when he asks or hold your boundary but a lot of times we give in after the escalation is like yeah freaking yeah. out yeah. they're like fine just do the card <laughs> yes. they're like oh perfect next time i can just go that high and exactly. mom will say yes exactly you don't want to yeah. wait till they go up to reinforce it with right. like okay great you know i want to stop this so bad now i'm just going to give you the thing because yes. you're right yep. then you're just showing them yeah you freak out and i'll give you what you want yeah anyway so totally. now tell us what <laughs> how you had the opposite experience it sounds lovely so i normally and terrell's the same i don't go to stores a lot with all my kids because ugh, it's not very fun <laughs> <laughs> the shivers <laughs> let alone costco which oh heavens you know oh, if you don't have costco like sam's club like big everything's big <laughs> But I really needed to go to Costco bad. I've been putting it off. That's where we get all our diapers and wipes. And I had the time. Like, I'm like, okay, this is enough time to go with all three kids. Because it's obviously going to take a lot longer. We didn't really have anything. So I went to Costco with three kids. And I was really scared, to be honest. But first of all, their carts fit all three of my kids. (sighs) In the top. Three spots. What? Yes. There's technically two spots. But then there's like a perfect space for sunny to go in the middle oh amazing it's amazing and so that was a win and nobody broke down somehow i think because they had samples <laughs> they were trying all the snacks but i get to my car and i have so much everything's big so much stuff and yeah. i go through costco and i can't just not like <laughs> i'm just tempted by all the right. treats and all the things <laughs> right. my car is so big and usually it's like the more you buy the more you save <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly they've got me and so I was really nervous to get, because all my, Cohen, my oldest, can like get in the car by himself. But even when you're in a busy parking lot, you're still like, you have that feeling of like, oh, just get in. But they all like, I got Cohen and Lennon out and they just like got in the car by themselves without even being asked, really. All Which this never is happens. It was like, this is the best <laughs> of miracle. What is happening? And we got everything home. The box did fall in the car and my like roasted chicken broke open in my car. But I mm. just, you know. After all the good things, I was like, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> Russian chicken is, is nothing. <laughs> My car will sink forever. But 
Anyway, so that was my high five. And I'm not going to attempt it for like another year because I don't want to ruin that Costco moment. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Just let it hang there in your mind. (laughs) Leave it. (laughs) Leave it with good memories. Wow. Okay, that's impressive. That's the stars aligning. And someone did say to me, looks like you've got your hands (laughs) full. thank you yeah it's true i actually think i get that every time i'm out even if i have one kid yeah they say it and sometimes i I want to be like you have no idea actually how full my hands really are (laughs) (laughs) this is nothing anyway that's yeah that's hilarious people say that okay so today we are going to talk about um clinging how a lot of times in life we cling to everything really bad experiences we kind of dwell on them and let them hang over us and good experiences even though it sounds positive to hold on to good experiences um it can still weigh on us if those things change or whatever so we're going to talk about letting those circumstances whatever they are that are outside of us to flow through us in any moment and you may say to yourself, wait, what? Why would we not hold on to good things? (laughs) And the concept here is we are beings that that work best, really most things in life work best when we allow them to flow, right? So energy flowing through us, we're actually going to have more energy. And I've totally experienced this. You have more energy when you're allowing things to flow through you. Anytime you're like blocking it, you're trying to hold on to something, cling on to, cling to it. It actually blocks it, and your energy goes down totally. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of really awesome examples of this. Um, Michael Singer in his book, The Untethered Soul, which is an awesome book, I'd recommend. Um, both Felicia and I love it. Um, he talks about. He gives a ton of examples of. I mean, you literally can have a moment where you feel like you have no energy. You're depressed. He gives the example of, um, you know, your girlfriend breaks up with you, or your boyfriend breaks up with you, and you're just depressed for months and you're eating like you're doing the things that you normally do but you're totally depressed and then then when your girlfriend calls all of a sudden you have the energy back like but your eating isn't changing your sleeping isn't changing so um energy is one of those things that we we do a lot of things on the outside when we talk about energy but no doubt there's stuff that happens inside of us that totally affects our energy mm-hmm. so the love so what we're talking about here is letting stuff flow through us and you can live in such a more free way if you can learn to allow this mm-hmm. to flow through mm-hmm. so we're going to give some examples to kind of show you what this means um so i love 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 poetry and william blake is one of my favorite poets and he has this poem that really oh, i think about it all the time it helps and it helps me so much he talks about the I, this this exact concept he says it's called his poem is called eternity and it says he who binds himself a joy does the winged life destroy but he who kisses the joy as it flies lives in eternity's sunrise so even with joy we have a tendency to just like grab it and we want to hold it and we want to keep it and i think we've all felt it with our kids you see your kids and you're like oh you just feel that like love well up inside of you and you want to like hold it you want to like breeze it right there and oftentimes I find in myself when I actually cling to it, what happens is then I start fearing that it's going to leave. Totally. What if they get sick? It will leave. What if, oh, what if 10 minutes go by and now they're crying? You know what I mean? Like all those yeah. things because that the, it is going to leave. That moment is going to leave. And if we can just enjoy it while it's there, it's so much better. And we can live in so much more of a free way. So 
the concept here of letting things flow through us. So we talk a lot about words that we say a lot in our minds. So I've told you guys already, I always say, here I am. That's something I tell myself all the time. It's like a mantra that I say. Tell myself, stay in the present moment. Another mantra that I say, in fact, Felicia and I use this all the time in our um, parenting stuff is the, the mantra of lean into it. Like just lean into the feeling of it. This is the concept. If you're leaning into a feeling, you're letting it come through you. You are letting yourself feel it and letting yourself move through it. A lot of times when we have a negative emotion, we want to just push it away because we don't want to feel it. But if you lean into it, it gets stronger and then it dissipates every time. And you don't get that blockage inside of you, which takes down your energy level. Um, But another mantra I want to say that has really helped me recently from the book, uh, The Untethered Soul, is stay open. Stay open to this moment, this very moment, like stay open. And the sounds, and I'm sure there are people out there listening to this. Why would you want to stay open or lean into a negative moment? Mm-hmm. What about really hard moments? Because life isn't all just <coughs> bliss and cute baby faces that you want to mm-hmm. cling on to. What about these negative moments that we, we don't want to actually lean into? But... It's important to actually do it. Because and if you don't let it flow through, it has nowhere to go. Yeah. It just builds up. Yeah, yeah. How many of you have had a exa- uh, situation in the morning where your spouse does something that bothers you? So I'm just going to use a really mild example, but this applies to big things too. Um, say like your spouse, say like your husband leaves his socks on the floor and you see the socks on the floor and you're bugged and then you start having all these negative thoughts of like, ugh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have to pick up. It's one more person I have to pick up after, blah, 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 blah. And your husband has been gone for eight hours now. And you keep thinking in your mind, you keep putting yourself in pain by going through this thought. Mm-hmm. If you stay open to the moment, what that would look like is, oh, I see those socks on the floor. That's a circumstance. Mm-hmm. And, oh, wow, I'm observing that my thought is wanting to say that you feel unappreciated or whatever, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> I'm just going to observe that thought. Wow, interesting and the feeling is unappreciated. I feel that. If you can just observe that. Mm-hmm. So this is such a freeing concept because you start realizing that you are the observer of your thoughts and emotions, but you are not your thoughts and emotions. It's not the same thing. You're not actually controlled by your thoughts and your feelings. You can simply see them and say, oh, wow, I'm seeing that. Now I'm going to stay open to the next moment. That was this moment. I'm feeling it. I allowed myself to feel it. And I'm going to go into the next moment. And the beautiful thing about that is that you don't have your whole day derailed by socks on the floor. Now that's a small example. Let's talk about bigger examples. And obviously we could go on. This applies to literally like every single example of negativity in our lives. But um, so an example I just had recently um, that I was, and I was able to practice it. And I really loved how it, how it was um just this last weekend i had i feel like you know every you know i get uh, like a virus here or there and it's fine but it rarely like affects me a lot but this last weekend i came down with something (coughs) nasty like it just floored me like i was at my daughter's soccer game and within like an hour after soccer game i was like in bed like it was one of those like i have to and i I even want to hike that morning like i had been feeling great and it was just all of a sudden like bam Headache, body aches, fever, chills, all the things. And I was laying in bed and I was thinking of Eckhart Tolle and <laughs> <laughs> living in the present moment and, and this concept of letting something flow through me, not fighting against it, mm-hmm. right? So, and creating a blockage of energy, mm-hmm. just literally like, I'm just going to accept this moment. And right now, this moment is, I feel 
terrible. I mean, I can barely move. Like and I a am. lot of times with sickness, I, I subconsciously we're like, oh, why am I sick? I have to do this. I shouldn't be sick. I take my vitamins. I'm taking care of myself. Like, oh, I don't want to be sick. I have all this stuff I have to do. Yeah. Those are the thoughts that are created right. pain in addition to the already physical pain of being right. sick. Mm -hmm. So exactly. So it was more just like identifying those thoughts. Like, okay, yes, I am feeling all those things. I'm just going to feel them and let them go through me. I'm going to lean into that, mm -hmm. stay open to the setting. So can we truly accept a situation like this? I'm just going to like try it out. And because it's been a long time since I've been sick like that. So, and I thought of Oprah even says that she did this with a sickness once. So I was like thinking of Oprah, like, okay, Oprah <laughs> did this. I can, I can try this. So I'm literally just laying there just saying to myself, <laughs> stay open. I am sick. I am sick. I've already done everything I can to help myself get better. You know what I mean? Like I have all the, you know, my little immune boost vitamins and had a lot of water that I was drinking, all the things that I logically knew physically I could do to help myself get better quickly. But after doing those actions, I wasn't doing them from a place of, I shouldn't be sick. I don't want to be sick. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to do this to stop it. It was more like, I'm going to accept this moment. And then of course, take the action that I can to heal. Mm -hmm. But then, I, then I've taken the action. What am I going to do now? Mm -hmm. Am I just going to sit here and wallow in myself? Or am I going to just this is where I am and I'm just going to rest. Right. And so I, and, and I just did. Luckily it was on a weekend where my husband could take care of the kids in the morning. And luckily my kids are getting old enough too. He actually had to leave half of the day and I just could tell my oldest ones, I need, I need some rest time. Mm -hmm. And I just slept. I, I slept. I literally like went to bed at night and of course it's not good sleep when you have a fever. It's mm -hmm. like feverish, weird sleep, but all until like three o'clock the next day and my fever broke and I felt way better. Like I've actually never had a sickness like that. Usually I feel like when you have the body aches and the fever and the chills, for me it always lasts long. Mm -hmm. But it was literally like, <clears throat> I mean, the fever was gone and I felt, I felt better. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those like, oh my heavens, so are you saying when we actually accept and move through, it actually allows even our body to, to process things and heal faster and <laughs> just accept that, yeah, I'm not actually trying to, I'm literally just, just going to heal right now. Mm -hmm. And do that and anyway it was actually a really cool experience and the other cool bonus which i wasn't expecting when you focus on accepting and just flowing through is i also had some really cool insights that i i like after the sickness it was almost like oh my heavens that was i had some insights on my own um it was actually a, a <laughs> insight into my own judgmentalness, which I didn't <laughs> really realize I had before. Anyway, but it was really great. Like I felt like not only <clears throat> did the sickness go by faster, but which wasn't the purpose of it, but that was just like a happy benefit. But also I felt like I was like gifted these really wonderful insights from it as well. Mm -hmm. So I because actually left the sickness feeling better. With mm -hmm. it in that moment, not trying to fight it. Or if you'd been fighting it, you'd been thinking about that, but mm -hmm. you were open to, I'm just here. Uh-huh. Let anything come to me. <laughs> and even listening, it was even like a, can I trust my body even when it's sick? Because mm -hmm. I'm all about, like, I'm always like, oh, trust your body, do this. Mm -hmm. But what about when it's sick? Can you mm -hmm. trust it then? And and it was interesting because, like, I had, like, my book with me, which I love to read books. I even had, like, an iPad in case I want to watch movies. And none of those even sounded appealing. Like, you tell my mind mm -hmm. needed the rest and my body needed the rest. And even food-wise, like... I didn't, I, I felt like I should just drink water until when my fever broke. And then I felt like eating very specific things. It was mm -hmm. interesting. Like I woke up and I was like, I need, I want an apple. And you know, anyway, yeah. it was interesting, mm -hmm. but 
it was fascinating to me. It was like a epiphany of like, oh, mm-hmm. I can be present and listen to my body and process things. Even sicknesses process better. Yeah. Not just negative emotions. Everything processes better yeah. when we're just open to the moment and we don't have to have that internal fight with current reality. Yeah. It's the fight that causes the pain inside of us. And when we have thoughts that create the fight inside of us, just recognizing them is what gets rid of them. It's yeah. like amazing. It's so simple, but so liberating. I agree. Um, <clears throat> I love that. I have So my example is going to switch gears a little bit, how we can apply this in parenting. So last night, Cohen had a big meltdown. I f- he's almost five, so um, he, he's kind of gotten to a space where his meltdowns aren't really, really, really big, like two-year-old style where they're all the time and big. But this one was really big. He wanted to, he had this battle of he wanted to do two things. He chose one thing and then <laughs> later realized, oh no, I wanted the other thing now, actually, you know, classic. Um, Which we do that even as adults, right? Exactly. We yep. regret, and, uh, yep. I should have chosen that one. Yep. And so I just told him, no, it's time to go to bed. You can't go outside and play was the thing he wanted to do. And... So my husband wasn't home and I was uh, nursing Sunny. So we've all been in that situation where we're feeding the baby or doing something with, well, maybe not all of us if you don't have multiple kids, but people have multiple kids. I feel like this is like a big trigger for your older kid. They see, oh, mom is preoccupied (laughs) with the baby so I can control a little bit more, kind of do whatever I want. So he went, got his play clothes on and like heads out the door and this is like at bedtime um and so basically i just went out told him he need like you can't do that you need to come back in and um he proceeded to have like the most epic meltdown like slamming doors so loud that he like knocked over (laughs) like dishes in the kitchen from slamming the door from another room i mean like it was a bad 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 meltdown you're the meanest mom in the world all this so i was starting to feel the mat the real just the anger well up that i just wanted to correct him you can't say that to me you know those feelings that we get when our kids are especially as they get older they really know how to say things that really just push the buttons Mm -hmm. um i started to feel that well up but i thought to myself i'm going to give this a little bit of space i'm going to give him a little bit of space and me a little bit of space and um let it just let it be here he's he's really upset about this that's just what it is i'm not gonna be able to stop his i could distract him or something or let him go play but i'm or not bribe gonna, or threaten exactly Those would all stop it. yeah mm-hmm. yeah but i'm gonna just let it be here and so i put sunny my baby down and i got my two-year-old ready for bed and in that process when i when i'd given us that little bit of time for it to just be i realized i don't really know why he's doing this but there's something going on for him if i give him a little bit of compassion he doesn't need my anger that's not going to fix it and so i just let that moment just sit for a little bit and then i could see him soften as i had let the all the madness flow through me. I could see once then I felt the compassion. I could see his little body soften and change. I could just tell that he thought, oh, my mom, she gets me. 
I don't really know why he was doing that tantrum, but I just saw him through new eyes and gave him a little more nurturing and compassion and just, I still had to say, you know what, I'm going to protect you because he was trying to like leave his room and run out. I still had to hold the boundary. It wasn't like he was just like, oh, I'm happy now. But I, I felt the shift in the energy once I let all that upset and anger and all of that just be there and flow through me. Then I feel like he got to a space of, oh, my mom, like she gets me. And I feel like I understand, understood him more after I let that anger pass. And you let him actually just, those emotions actually flowed through him. So same concept. You weren't causing a blockage in his emotions by right. making him react to your emotions yeah. because you're freaking out too. Mm -hmm. You just let them go through. And that's the best way to get rid mm -hmm. of them is they just go through you. Or tell him to stop feeling, mm -hmm. you know, whatever yeah. it was. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're going to take a little break and we're going to come back and talk about um, how to do this with positive things, how to let go of and not cling on to the good things as well. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so we're going to talk about um, some positive examples, but first I want to give you guys um, a tool for doing this in your everyday life that I really love, and um, this tool comes from Tara Brock, Tara Brock, I think actually it is, and she has a podcast um, <clears throat> where she has meditations and talks, and she also has a book called Radical Acceptance, but she has created this acronym for kind of realizing our emotions and letting them flow. And her acronym is RAIN. So it stands for recognize, allow, investigate, and nurture. And since I've learned this, when I'm in these situations, so say the situation with Cohen last night, I think of this really quickly in my head and I love it. I feel like it, I'm kind of like a write down list person. I feel like it breaks it down for me in a way that I understand. So <clears throat> recognize, see what's happening in the situation and within you, why you're feeling like you are in the situation. So to apply this to the situation with Cohen, when he started to, when he left the house, when he started to have this big tantrum, I just, I was, I saw, I'm so mad because you're disrespecting me. You're not listening to me. I told you, you can't go play. And then you start to have this tantrum. It's not that big of a deal get over it those are all the feelings that i'm feeling so I, so i recognize oh you're that you're applying reason to feeling exactly <laughs> which oftentimes yeah. yeah feeling has nothing to do with reason exactly <laughs> and so then recognize and then allow so just in that moment just let the feelings be how they are so in that moment i just let cohen be really really mad and upset and tantruming about not being able to go outside and play. And I also was allowing and being okay with those feelings that I was having and seeing them 
as thoughts and as feelings separate from me. So put that little space there. Like I'm, f I'm having those thoughts that he's going to turn into this like tyrant who's disrespectful and doesn't listen when he's a teenager or whatever. But those are thoughts. I can see them outside of myself. They aren't actual reality. Then investigate. So investigate. I like this because she clarifies that you're investigating your thoughts with interest and with curiosity. So it's not trying to fix them. It's more like, hmm, why am I feeling that? I'm mm -hmm. just curious about it. Mm -hmm. I Curiosity wonder. Curiosity is so yeah, powerful. Yeah. Am I tired? Am I whatever it is? And then nurture yourself in that moment. So a lot of times nurturing, we think of like, oh, good food or get some rest or get a massage. But this is like within that moment of having those emotions. Give a little compassion. And we talked about, I think last episode, about inviting the beast mm -hmm. to tea so that same thing you know what all those bad things that i'm feeling it's okay i'm just going to give him a little compassion a little love all those bad things that cone is feeling in that moment i'm going to give him a little love i've been there I just give him that compassion and then she says after you do that rain acronym you have this moment of after the rain where it's it's almost like a wash like oh that's all wash mm -hmm. it just pushes mm -hmm. it through you in that after moment yeah it's letting it flow again you're opening up that yes flow and i love that where it is. the rain yes. washing it through yeah yes oh i love that okay oh i love that so the idea of letting stuff flow through us and just accepting life where it is because that is where it is um another word that a lot of times is associated with this especially in yoga so you guys know i love yoga and um it's the word detachment. And when I first started learning about the word detachment, honestly, my first instinct was to just totally rebel against it. Like I was like, no, I live life attached. I mm -hmm. love things from an attached way, right? You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Attachment parenting, attachment, everything. Yes. So when I first heard that word, I was like, okay, I don't want anything to do with that. That's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> but then the more I learned about it, it almost sounds calloused. Like it a, does. It uh, sounds like I don't care. Yeah, exactly. But what I found and well, and again, I've learned about it now for years and I feel like I'm just starting to understand that the idea is that we actually truly love from a place when we can love something for what it is and not because of its attachment to us. Mm -hmm. So we can feel the love for just like we mentioned earlier, when your kid is laughing and you see that joy and you feel that feeling of love, that is wonderful. And then as soon as you add the, um, Brene Brown calls it foreboding joy, actually, where as soon as you switch to, I never want this moment to end, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. one day that kid's going to be big and we're going to fight and mm -hmm. blah, 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 whatever. Which sounds exaggerated when you give the example, but we, we all feel that subconsciously, if not as exaggerated as that, but we all feel that subconsciously, like you don't maybe know that, but if you took a step back, you'd be, you would see I love my house. I love all my kids. They're so, I love all of this just how it is. And if it were to change, if you were to lose your house, if, if all those things were to be different, I think we would all be like clinging to that. Mm -hmm. Totally. Life. Totally. So that's an example of we actually lose the ability to stay in the present moment and love truly when we're trying to hold things the way they are. And I think as parents, we feel this all the time. Totally. All the time. I mean, I remember being overwhelmed with it, watching my little she was my first baby and I can still remember the first time I felt this feeling really strongly my husband was like 
tickling her and playing with her and I was watching it. I was feeling this overwhelming feeling of love. And then I autumn, like right after it was like this feeling of, Oh, but what if something happens to her? And Mm -hmm. it was just, then I was overcome by fear. Like, Mm -hmm. Oh my heavens. I would just, that'd be the worst thing. And so in trying to keep the situation, it actually ended up just taking me out of the present moment. And I was, and I remember being like, it was uh, like floored me. Like, what is this? What is this feeling? Why, why is this like overshadowing? And what I've come to see is that if we can just accept present moments for what they are and just enjoy them for being what they are right then, we can allow them to move through us, whatever happens in the future. Mm -hmm. And, and it's totally, totally freeing. So we're actually detaching from our ownership of them and just allowing ourselves to experience them. Mm-hmm. So, um, and an example of this that has taught me so, so much. So I was working on this inside of myself. Well, I've been working on it for years, but um, last year we decided to move for a variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. There were good reasons. One of them being that I get to live close to Felicia. <laughs> we're both moving. The best to, reason. We're moving to be, um, we're going to live close to each other. Anyway, um, but again, so there were reasons that I had decided. We had made the decision as a family. We had even sold our house. And so then we were going to be living in our house for a little bit, obviously, before we moved out. And and I loved my last house, guys. I mean, I loved it. I loved my neighbors. I loved my house. I loved everything about it. And so it was this strange place I found myself where I was living in a place where I loved, but I knew I wasn't going to be living there for much longer. Mm-hmm. So I found myself, so for example, we had a place in our backyard that I loved. I had a tramp with like this big tree that shaded the tramp. And I found myself when we go out to jump on the tramp with my kids and we could hear the creek going, I would feel joy like, oh, I love this. And then the next, the next feeling within a second was, and this is so sad because you're not going to have this mm-hmm. big tree anymore. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be by the tramp. You're not going to be able to hear the creek while your kids laugh and it was like a uh, then then i'm out of the present moment Mm -hmm. and i'm attaching and i'm clinging i'm clinging to this moment hoping that if i cling to it right subconsciously we're thinking if i just hold on to this maybe somehow it'll just stay this exact same way Mm -hmm. every second and it was amazing guys because again i feel like when you start looking at things from a place of actual just acceptance and living in the present moment then you can look at it and I can actually say to myself, oh, okay, there's that thought again. There's the thought Mm -hmm. that this is painful because I'm not going to be at this place anymore. So I just, I'm going to recognize it and actually just let it, let it go. Just let it pass through. Mm -hmm. So just like William Blake says, if we try to actually grab Mm -hmm. onto things, he says when you try to grab the joy, it stops it from flying, right? And you actually Mm -hmm. hurt its wings. So when I'm trying to cling onto this beautiful place that I am with my children right now, I'm breaking it. Mm-hmm. But if I can just kiss it, like as it goes by, here's this moment and I'm just seeing it and I'm loving it and I'm enjoying this moment with my kids in this place that I love and that's all. Mm-hmm. That's where I am right now. And <coughs> yes, the thought comes for the future, about the future, how I'm not going to have it anymore and I just let that thought, just also watch it just like a stream, just mm-hmm. like, interesting, there's that thought again. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come back though, because I'm actually enjoying this. Mm-hmm. Like this is a place for me to enjoy. And it's been amazing because now I get to apply it where we're living now. And I like where we're living now, but of course it's our, cause we're renting while we're building and 
I get to apply that same thing now. I can enjoy the moments now and be in the present moment and let it flow through me and also enjoy the house that we're building that I'm going to love also. Mm-hmm. And I've found you can actually find the same amount of joy in the house that you love or the house that you don't love as much or in any circumstance if you're just open to actually flowing through you and I just, yeah, just saying stay open, stay open. Mm-hmm. And then when that foreboding joy or that thought comes by, you just recognize it and just let it pass. Mm-hmm. And it is so, it's so powerful. And so it was such, a, and the thing I love about it is it actually turns life, all of life, into this amazing, like mind-blowing school, mm-hmm. right? Like it turned me moving from my house from this like, oh no, this is so hard to a, uh, wow, this is, I am learning so much about the nature of what the yogis call detachment that I had never even been able to grasp before, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not even saying I have a full grasp on it, but wow, it's been so, so liberating for me. I can honestly say living in the house we live in now compared to the last house that I loved, I can feel the same amount of joy in the present moment. We have access to the exact same amount of joy in every single moment, regardless of what the moment is. Mm -hmm. And in difficult moments, so again, ah, I just love it. Because even in difficult moments, being in the present and not trying to like hold on to the past or block it Mm -hmm. or fight it in the the current um, situation. And I know people hear that and they're like, how can you not fight against bad situations? Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying you don't take action. I'm saying the internal fight inside of us that it should be different than it is. It's not. This is the exact moment right now that allows you to move through to that next moment of joy later. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just totally. like so, it's and so mind every single, in almost every single moment we can practice this because even with little tiny things, whatever they are, to big things, life's given us a lot of practice every yeah. single day. Okay, so... We want you guys to try this or not if you don't want to, but practice using these mantras in your daily life. Stay open, lean into it, whatever one feels good to you. Um, And realize that you are the observer of your thoughts, your circumstances. All of that is not you. You are not the thoughts. You are not the feelings. Um, Create that little space and see them as outside of yourself. Separate them from you. Okay, so let's find the magic. <coughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> Brown cows. <laughs>